12 to 1 on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Now, today we're going to be previewing the world's 50 best bar awards with none other than Ethan Chai's, uh, you know, regular on the show when we talk about these events. He's Asia Pacific Sales Director at Mictures Whiskey. Ethan, so good to have you in the studio for the yes, first time. Yes, yes. Thank you very much for having me here today. Because usually when we do this, it's uh, through Google Meets and whatnot. <laughs> but it's so good to, you know, actually see you in person. I know I see you out multiple times. But, you know, let's get straight to it. In December last year, 2021, you were in London uh, for the World's 50 Best Bar Awards. And that was during the time when Omicron was just creeping in. There That's were a lot correct. of cases. What was that event like for you on a personal note? Having had to go through the pandemic and to see everyone again, the majority could make it, but a lot of people could not. So what right. was it like? I think last year was really unique and different because the previous years, I mean 2020, it was online. So last year was the actual first year of the actual event after the pandemic. So everyone was super excited, but at the same time, a little bit angsty because, you know, the, the borders just opened up. And there's still Omicron waves going on in different countries. So people are like, I don't know what to expect. If I attend an award ceremony, is there going to be a cluster of virus spreading inside the event? All in all, it turned out really well. Um, everyone was super excited to see their friends around the world for 18 months or two years. So it was great. So last year I was in London, and this year is going to be Barcelona. Yes, all eyes on Barcelona, October 4th. That is the date. But what are you most looking forward to? What's going to be different this time in Barcelona? I mean, it's a little bit earlier compared to last year, but what are you expecting? It is a bit earlier than last year, but it was always in October before 2021. Okay. So previous few years, it's always in October. But a good question, what's going to be different this year? It's going to be really interesting to see because 50 Best themselves is the first time they're organizing this World 50 Best Bar Awards outside of London. So it's the first time they're going to organize it in Barcelona in a new territory. So I think, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of logistics, new hiccups here and there, but it'll be really interesting to see how the dynamics of it is going to be in a new city. Because Barcelona, you know, as a city, there's a lot of great bars there. There's great food there. There's great hospitality. Um, so everyone's excited to fly in. From what I know, one new thing is that besides the bartender's fees that they always do annually on the third, the day before, the actual ceremony is on the 4th October. This year, they have a hangover brunch. Oh, nice. On the 5th October. So they're ex- already expecting you know, the big party going on on the 5th October and then people staying back, gathered together you know, uh, to celebrate the awards again, um, the results again on the 5th October. So I think it should be fun. Um, personally, for me, I just want to go see my friends, you know. Although this year has been hectic, people have been traveling, but, you know, there's still so many people, like I travel every month, but there's so many places and countries I've not been to. So it'd be really fun and good to see all my friends back again. I think there was something similar as the Hangover Brunch during Asia's 50 Best Bar Awards earlier this year in Bangkok, wasn't there? That's it. That's right. Yeah. So uh, continuing uh, the tradition. Now, every time we have to uh, talk about the 50 Best Bars, whether it's in Asia, the world, or the other regions, the Mixture's Whiskey Art of Hospitality always comes to mind because this is an award that is announced well before uh, the competition this year for the World's 50 Best Hanky Panky out of Mexico City has won that award for this year now how are you expecting them to fare on the world stage this year oh my 
Good question. A lot of people are asking me, "Tell me who's going to be the winner." You know, honestly, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. No one it's knows. It's so right? hard to predict mm. nowadays. Um, but I think Hanky Panky will do really well. They are big favorites among the global bar industry. Worthy winner of the Mictus Out of Hospitality Award mm. uh, recipient. People ask me, like, you know, all the time, like, what makes them so great? For me, I think besides the great cocktails, the great hospitality, the one thing for me that really bridges. And go across the bridge is genuine. You know, if you sit in the bar, you know everyone can give you a good service, but you have to felt it in your heart. And when you sit at Hanky Panky, it's a small speakeasy bar. You genuinely feel that the bar team, the people that are serving you, they're having a conversation with you. They want to know how's your day. They want to see. They want to welcome you in. If if you're a first time guest in the bar or you're a regular, they want to know how you've been. They want to hear your stories. So that their genuine, that genuinity that comes across, I feel. That's what makes it special. When I first met you, I was one of those people who thought that you pick this award, but there's an actual panel who picks That's this right. award, right? That's right. We're just a sponsor. We don't take the award in mm. any way or other. So there's a panel. Uh, they call it the 50 Best Academy, yep. where critics, media, uh, professionals, bartenders, bar owners, people who are on, uh, you know, bars that are on the list, they they form this panel. And they vote every year, and you know what? This panel changes every year as well. Mm. The people always there's some people that rotate. Um, so this panel will actually vote that will determine who are the winners. Yeah, certainly looking forward to that. I mean, let's uh, go to another event earlier this year. We were out in Bangkok uh, for Asia's 50 best bars. And that was, you know, one of the events of the year. We're literally looking forward to Formula One being back in Singapore for the first time in 2019. And then you've got World's 50 Best in Barcelona. But, you know, talking about that event in Bangkok and how are you expecting the bars from not only there and Singapore, but the rest of the region? How are they going to do on the World's 50 Best stage this year? I actually think AJ will do really well. AJ has, over the last couple of years, has been getting a lot of attention um, on the global stage. Um, so I think Asia will fare really well this year. But in all fairness, looking at Asia's 50 best bar awards this year in Bangkok, you see there's a lot of new bars came up. Mm. A lot of bars from India, Nepal. Yeah, you know, a lot from India. Yeah, bars that I've never been to, mm. right? So it's a good sign because, you know, it all started from the cocktail capital, you know, like New York, London, Singapore, mm. and it slowly spread it throughout the region. So you get a lot of new bars, new countries, you know, getting that the highlight, which is great. So I think Asia will do well, but at the same time, I think for this year, you will see a lot more new bars from regional mm. in Latin America, Middle East yeah. coming up. Yeah, really looking forward to that. I mean, uh, there's a bar out of Sri Lanka as well. That was a bit of a surprise right. that popped up on Asia's 50 Best Bar Awards. Yeah, we are in Singapore and we have to talk about the phenomenal bars that we've been blessed with in the region, but it's not been easy for them the last two years. They've had to deal with multiple closures, and uh, different operating hours with the limits when it comes to group sizes as well. And, uh, you know, at times we thought we couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But what has been proven time and time again is somehow they've become even stronger than uh, they were before the pandemic. So what would you say is the secret behind their success? I think all in all, this industry is very resilient. We got hit I think obviously there's a lot of other industries that got hit, you know, the airline industries and the travel tourism industries. But 
F&B industry has got hit really hard. And if you are in this F&B industry, you know, every time there's a new announcement of restrictions and uh, of COVID restrictions, restaurants and bars are the first one that get impacted. Always, you know, always, always, yeah. right? Um, it somehow feel like, you know, we are the industry that got sacrificed a mm. little bit. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure the government knows what, what they're doing. I'm not going to comment on that. Every time, you know, no music, two packs per table. I think that was the strangest one, right? A lot of things right? that, that <laughs> seems super strange and weird to me. But, you know, all in all, I would say most of the venues did survive mm. and they got it back up. One thing that I heard from a friend, which is, uh, they know they say that during COVID, venues that are already not doing well might close. But the venues that are doing well and managed to survive COVID will do even better after COVID. And I think it's a lesson learned from them. Uh, you know, it's a learning curve that they know how to adapt to different situations now. So they're more resilient. They can adapt more quickly. More businesses have more cash flow uh, to have contingency plans. So uh, all these places will do better uh, than pre-COVID, I think. Yeah, Ethan is a testament of this uh, COVID success story because he's a co-owner of State Gold Flamingo right here in Singapore. And uh, they've also done very well, recently celebrated your one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Right. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, it just shows, like you said there, the ones that weren't doing so well, yes, they might not have survived. But the other ones, I mean, look at them now. They are so strong. They went from doing bottled cocktails to deliveries. And now you can see if you enter any cocktail bar, there is some serious life in those bars. Yes, for sure. My wife's the best example. She's like, let's go out for dinner. I was like, do you make a reservation? I said, no. Well, you need, now. even on weekdays, you need to make a reservation because business are doing well, you know, uh, which is good. I'm very happy for, for all of them. We all are. We are all happy uh, for all these, um, you know, restaurants, bars all over Singapore. The F&B industry were hit so, so hard. Yeah, Ethan, you get to go to these events every time they come around and uh, you see all your friends and then you make new friends as well. But is there ever the feeling of, well, it's the same, same you know, same stuff, different year? Or is there always an exciting sort of spark that you're looking forward to? Yes and no. A big part of such these events, it's a gathering, you mm. know. Uh, a community. A, a community, mm. right? The global community. Yeah. Where you see that in similar to the chefs, the restaurants, the 50 best restaurants, the Michelin restaurants. It's a celebration of the community, right? Mm. So same thing for the 50 best bars, Asia best bars. It's a celebration of the community. So yes, in that aspect, I think it's the same every year, which everyone is happy to see each other. Because frankly speaking, how often are you going to travel to London, US? Spain, Italy, the whole of Asia mm. every year. You, you, you don't. You, you probably do like one or two every year, right? Yeah, yeah, realistically, you just don't, right? So it's always good to see your friends. But on top of that, you do meet new people. You do see new things because yeah. that, a, it, it is a great platform for mm. these bars to come and actually showcase what they're doing. So every, every time, every year during these awards, you see a series of pop-ups guest shifts, collaborations. So you see a lot of bars, creative people bring to that week or you know that location what they are doing, what they came up with, what is new, what is trendy, you know, in Italy, in Spain, in Argentina, in London, in US. So all these new concepts that came up. It's really interesting sometimes, you know, to see these creative people, uh, what they're doing. So there's always these new things and always that old celebration always goes on. And you are incredibly blessed to do the job that you do. I mean, it, I know it involves a lot of traveling, <laughs> but you know, imagine a year ago, we imagine having this conversation in, where you were... You know, every time you travel, you have to probably quarantine in some other part of the world and then come back and Correct. do multiple ART tests and Correct. PCR tests. And now all that is out the window. Before I let you go, we have to talk about what it takes 
to make the world's 50 best bars. We've mentioned it's not just about the hospitality, the service, the drinks. What are some of the other factors that really contribute to you, you know, making it among the best in the world? End of the day, it's the experience. You look at, so there's so many great restaurants and bars in the world and people serve different kind of product, right? There's different cuisines, yep. different drinks. So the product's different, but I think end of the day, it's the experience for the guests, the attention to details. Small little things, you know, sometimes you walk in, the music, is the music suitable to the venue? You know, is it the vibe that you are trying to create? Mm. Is it a great vibe? You know, is it too loud that guests can't have a conversation? Is it too soft where it's awkwardly silent? Some bars you walk into, they serve you hot towels, you know, that give you a warm welcome, right? So I think there's a lot of attention to details, even to, you know, the scent in the bathrooms, uh, even to the lighting, the music. You know, it's not only just about the actual product, mm. the service, the hospitality. The comedy in the bathroom at Sega, you know, the stand-up comedy yeah, that they have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so things like that. You know, end of the day, it's the, it's the experience, right? Mm. Why you go into some bars, you're happy to pay 50 bucks for a drink. Yeah. Because you felt that it's worth it. You know, the value is there. You love the experience, so you're willing to pay that. So I think end of the day, it's the experience and the attention to details that makes these bars really stand out from the rest of the industry. But of course, like I say, this is this awards, you know, chefs, restaurants, bars, bartenders, they are a celebration of community. So end of the day, it's also very important to build your networking. You know, mm. if you are in this industry for a long time and you have friends with all the bars and chefs around the world, you, you have networks and friends with the medias and critics, it's easier for you to showcase your venue. Yeah. Because people will know more about you, you know, hear more about you, will want to visit you. Those who have been here, visited, experienced your venue. And if they like it, they'll vote for you. you know, it, at the end of the day, the, if we get more votes in the panel academy, that's how you got on the list. Yeah, it's all about, you know, being comfortable at the bar you are and you will pay whatever price. I mean, we can take back the classic example of just going to any random bar, paying $20, $22 for a normal cocktail, whether you just use all these random syrups and whatnot. Or would you pay that 2 $3 extra and go to an actual world-class bar Correct. right here uh, for the experience and the Correct. drinks? I mean, not just about the garnish, but also the ambience and everything that comes yeah, with it. Every bar has, you know, their own position, right? Yeah. Some bars, I love to go to a sports bar sometimes, yeah. having my chicken wing and ice cold beer. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But there's some bars that like to really go above and beyond, yeah. you know, the extra notch. The seats you're sitting, it feels comfortable, right? Mm. It's not your cold, hard plastic chairs. Yeah. It is like leather, and, you know, a, f- a full leather. If you're comfortable, that, that, that is cost, you know. Um, and then the product, the, the drink that you're getting, if you are going to a chef and you get a Wagyu A5 steak, you know that's going to be expensive. Mm. Same thing for the bars. You go to a world-class bar, the product, the ingredients that they're using in your cocktail, it's an actually high premium quality product. Exactly. That's all cost. And that is what, you know, the guest ultimately is paying to have that better experience. And these bars that really pay attention to these details will really stand out. Yes, they certainly will. And Ethan, uh, a lot of us are very jealous that you get to head to Barcelona. Not only that, you get to go to Milan, you're in Germany. We'll see you back when you're here. Also, best of luck with your, uh, I hear you're moving house. So, oh, uh, yes, I'm moving it's, house. <laughs> uh, it's a busy few weeks for you. We've been in conversation with Ethan Chai. He's an Asia-Pacific sales director at Mictor's Whiskey. Thank you so much for your time. Have a safe trip. All the best with your move. Those of you who are interested, you can stay tuned to my IG. I'll make sure that during the awards, I'll, have, I'll do a live streaming for everybody. Ethan underscore Ananas Graham. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.